Oh, Dennis, I, I did. I did uh, get your uh, message about you had found found the intro I was talking about. Oh yeah, that lasted all of three episodes. <laughs> I thought you were having Mandela effect, nigga. Yeah, cause I think cause it was that, and then I just shortened it to that um to that light rate review share worship thing, and then I just stuck with that for a couple of months, and then I had the I had the fuck it moment where I'm just like, all right, let's just if you know, you know. And with that being said, shit, what? No Static Podcast, episode 247. I am Dennis, your host. Jax is here. You know. LQ is here. Yes, sir. I, I would say Coop is in orbit, but you, you know how that goes. You know, cooking for the fam and, and yeah, we know, how, we know how that can be, especially if the meat marinating pause. <laughs> Yo, I Real hate the Paul shit, though, dog. I can't even lie. I feel like the Paul shit make us seem more gay than we did before we started saying Pauls. Hey, bro, listen. Some things you just got to let slide, dog. Paul. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mason, Mason Cam made it difficult for all Yo, Mason Cam might got one of the best podcasts. Like, I'm surprised. You know what's crazy? This is how you know TV dying, right? This is how you know TV dying. Mason Cam might got one of the best podcasts on the game in the game right now. And like there's no TV people like trying to like pick up the show. Back in the day when podcasting first started, and even like you still see it now, like Joe Rogan, Pat McAfee, stuff like that, or whatever. Like they those joints got picked up quick. They were like, yo, this shit, this shit good. We got to pick this up. Right? Yeah. So now it's like Mason Cam, they not gonna they not getting picked up like that. And it's like so much so much uh so much uh money they're making on their own without picking up like a network deal or whatever. They're making so much money on their own that it's like, what's the purpose? So the networks don't even offer anymore. Listen, because they with Mason Cam control their own narrative. I think the the best thing that was said was when um ESPN when ESPN signed on Pat McAfee and when Spotify um signed on the Joe Rogan and a lot of people was like why would you sell your company to these things and and what happened was neither of those entities did that what they did was they they were paid an amount of money as a licensing fee, you know. So when you hear $100 million for the Joe Rogan podcast, that was, you know, the cost of operations and whatever profits he would get during that, during that time phrase. Same thing with Pat McAfee. But what they were doing was they were paying to bring those audiences that were already built over exclusively to their networks. Right. Right. I want to say something too before we get into the docket, what Q just said. Um, 
because I think a lot of times too, because um, this is going to be a, a mixture of music and uh, entertainment comment that I'm about to make right now. Um, $100 million is a lot of money, y'all boys. Even in a bad economy, $100 million is a lot of money. And a lot of times these cats, these new head cats is like, oh, uh, I want to be on my own and be independent and blah, blah, blah. And a lot of times that's good for the amount of money you make. And sometimes you end up making more than you would if you was to sign or whatever kind of um, agreement you could enter in with the big larger entity or whatever. But bro, man, let me, let me tell y'all black podcasters and entertainers out there. Um, let me tell y'all boys something. Um, if they come to you and they offer you a hundred million dollars. Okay. Number one, yeah, they're planning on making more than $100 million off you. They're not going to pay you more than they're making. That don't make sense. But secondly, they're a machine. So they're going to get you larger exposure than you ever got. And lastly, if you're from the hood, please don't turn down $100 million. Get your $100 million and get the fuck up out of there. Because at that point, even if your show bad and it flop, it's a contract. They got to give you $100 million. Listen, but if, you're, if what, your show what? bad and it flop and it's your show, you just broke. What a lot of people don't understand is 50% of $100 million is better than 100% of nothing. Come on now. You know, like, yeah, like if, we, if it's $100 million, we're selling out, bro. Like, I've, I've told y'all plenty of times the second somebody dangles $10 million in front of us, say, hey, man, we listen to We out of here. If we listen to no static, we like what y'all got going on. Everything's homegrown, everything's organic. Here's 10 million for the next three years. Sell out. You know what's crazy too? The goal of Hater Bear Media, I promise you, because when I started doing pie, it was just bro, listen. And I was just doing it because it was fun or whatever, it was a hobby, a little something, something to do. But then when it got popular and it became the 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 number one listen to black podcast in the Jacksonville area. And it started becoming like a, a nationwide type of thing and all of this other stuff. And then um, Flag on the Play became like the number one list. Shout out to Flag on the Play, man. Um, and what it did. So you still, still doing Flag on the Play, ain't you? Have not done Flag on the Play this season. First season we missed since 2018, y'all boys. You are wild. Yeah. And shout out Flag on the Play for what it did to Hater Bear Media because it was the second podcast ever on Hater Bear Media. Bro, bro listen to OG. Flag on the play was the second. Um, shout out Bud, intern Bud, co-host Flag on the play. Um, flag on the play, two niggas, two niggas, bro, from Grand Park became the most listened to Jaguar podcast in the world. In the world. Now, this is oh, back when the Jags was, this is back when the Jags was bad. So that wasn't a lot to write about then. You know what I mean? But there was a there was a podcast, um, Big Cat Country. You remember them, uh, Q or whatever? Yeah. yeah. They had they had, they had the Down by the Bank podcast, Big Cat Country, and at the time that was the most listened to podcast in two seasons because we started in twenty eighteen. By twenty nineteen, we were the most listened to Jaguar podcast in the world. Now that being said, the Jaguars don't have a whole host of fans back then like we do now. You bandwagon bastards, but like, I was still proud of that moment. And at any point in time, whether it would have been Channel 4 
uh, First Coast News or any of the local stations would have came to me and said, we want to, you know, uh, syndicate this podcast and we want this podcast. Guess what we say, uh, Q? Yes. Because <laughs> the goal of Hater Bear Media, when I started Hater Bear Media, after we did Flag on the Plate, was just to have some type of branding and LLC or, or company so that when they did come, I would have something legally that I could have to sell. Y'all boys got to understand, not y'all boys, but we're talking about the, uh, the, the fans, the audience, the, 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 the family out there. Y'all got to understand how you build generational wealth. People always talk about generational wealth, generational wealth. Bro, first of all, most families don't have generational wealth. And when you get the opportunity to get generational wealth, you take it. Period. Bobby Bonilla still getting paid, I think. <laughs> What's the nigga from the Celtics, Q? That's that's still getting paid right now. Nigga ain't playing in like Kevin Garnett. Nigga still getting paid. Kevin Garnett is still getting paid from the Celtics. That's crazy. Hell, AI uh, still getting paid from Reebok. Facts, facts. And I think I think your boy Steph Curry got one of those deals where even after he retired, Under Armour gonna pay him for the rest of his life or some shit like that. Michael Jackson's still getting paid from Pepsi. Well, he his kids are. So yeah, there's our financial rant of the day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So for first things first, um, this has been quite the news week. Oh yeah, we got a lot going on. Like, like it it got to the point where I was just like. Yo, like it's it was it was just something new every day. But I think where we can start is we can definitely start with music. Um, for starters, this this okay, this weekend in music was probably even though this year as a whole with music wasn't wasn't a good year. This year was pleasantly, you know, surprising. I didn't find anything out of the stuff that I listened to. I didn't find anything I was disappointed in. Um, for starters, we could start with we could start with Andre three thousand and the flutes. Nigga, release the flutes, my nigga. <laughs> Bro, um, the nigga, the nigga. Hold on, real quick. The nigga, a nigga said the, the Andre three thousand album sound like the battle music for the putties from Power Rangers. You a fool. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, okay, listen, I, I actually listened to the Three Stacks flute album. And I'll be honest with you, I like it. Bro, I like, like it too. I like it like, too, but I like it. I like it for a different reason. <laughs> I think it's a different reason that you like it. Yeah, if you want something that you would just have on in the background, just you know, relaxing. Because I know a lot of people they go to sleep to uh, sounds of rain or wet or uh, ocean waves and stuff like that. If you like, if you uh. <laughs> If you one of those people, this album is like really, really calming, you know, and, and just allows you to just decompress and whatever it is that you got going on that's, you know, beating you down. That's what this album is. And my only issue with the album, my only issue with the album is not the album itself. It's actually three stacks take on it. You know, I, I I said this on I put this out on Twitter or whatnot, and I was like, 
you know, he's like, hey, at 48, what the fuck am I going to rap about? And I'm like, niggas have proven that they can rap in their in their older ages. You know, Hove has done it very well. Nas definitely has done it very well. You know, one of his own Dungeon family members, Killer Mike, who has my nomination for album of the year. Listen, if he don't get rap album of the year from the Grammys, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And that's not to say anything against Nas, but yeah, like Ross has done it. Uh, Wayne's getting to the point where he's doing it. Jeezy just did it. Like, you know, most Def, most Def uh, does it. Uh, uh, Fonte from Killer Mike does it. Busta Rhymes is doing it. And the list can go goes on and on and on. You know, Cole and Cole and Kendrick, they're getting to the point where they're where they're doing it. And and I'm saying this because you have a multitude of people who are proving that you can mature in rap. It doesn't, you don't have to be stuck in what you were rapping about when you were, you know, 18, 19, 20, you know, in your 20s, going into your late 30s, Drake. You don't have to be stuck in your best summer ever, Drake. You know, and you could just grow and allow your audience to grow with you, Drake. <laughs> and, you know, let me stop you I right just... there. First of all, first of all, first of all, let me stop you right there. You sound like a bitch, okay? Because I, I, I was in a positive mood. The flutes make me positive, but no. No niggas gotta do their thing. Listen here, you some of my bitch. You keep the goat name out your mouth. Hold on, you we, hear me? Hold on, because I do. We, we gonna get the Drake. We gonna get the Drake. But I don't want to take a. I don't want to take us off course. But no, I'm not gonna talk about Drake. I just want to tell uh, Q to keep goat name out his mouth. Because uh, Q just did make a great point though about people in their older age still being able to rap and blah 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 blah. See, Drake's little thing is he because I agree with I agree with Q actually. One of the things I hate that three stacks said was, I ain't got shit to rap about. Man, I hate that statement, man. Hugh, you spot on. That's such a terrible statement. Even, even your own group member has done it. Big Boy has done it. Like, yeah, well, you here's can... the thing. Here's the thing. Don't nobody got shit to rap about. It's, it's deeper than you even think, bro. Who's rapping about anything right now? You think I want to hear Lil Uzi rap about whatever the fuck he rapping about? Or you think I want to hear a young boy rap about his shitty ass baby mamas for the 18th time? No, I don't care. But that's what they rapping about. Whatever you're rapping about does not matter. Rap about that shit with your soul and make me care about. It. I just I done seen niggas rap about uh 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 like just freestyling and rap about objects that they're in front of and they they the the shit so fire and they spit so good, it make me care about the shit. Three stacks has that ability. Just like Jeezy or Big Boy or Wayne, like or Drake, like he was saying, where his 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 skill and quality. Drake does not have that ability. Stop lying. Man, Drake is the goat. You bastard. Listen, but he has that ability that it 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 makes you care about it. Now, the reason why I like this album though is a completely separate reason for that. Hip hop is gonna have a legacy, okay? Uh, classical music is the genre that we can look at right now that has been around the longest that we can pull things like Mozart and Chopin and Beethoven and be like, this is the, the definitive piece from this um, you know, genre of music. This is a de definitive piece 
from these type of composers. We can do that because it's been around for hundreds of years. No other form of music right now has been around for a hundred years. Literally music has changed so much within the last 50 years that the average genre of any style of music we listen to right now is 50 to 60 years old. That's how different music is right now. So hip hop is, uh, is, is, is one of the baby, well now at right now it's like a teenager. Because there's more baby genres of music right now than hip-hop. But hip-hop is a, a, a teenager in his music game genre right now. It's not mature and elderly like rock or metal. It's not like, um, it's not, um, you know, it's not R&B or, or doo-wop or nothing like that. However, it's around, it's alive, and they thought it was going to die in its infancy, and it, it did not. It, it fought off infancy death and now it's here and it's growing up without this album without this album in the catalog hip-hop would have been incomplete and i don't mean that in a way like this is some masterpiece album whatever it's okay whatever but imagine if we would have went our entire lives we die he died and there's no solo three stacks album besides the love below i'm sorry I'm sorry, I I I gotta chime in because I have a rebut to that. Once Three Stacks has never given us a solo album, the Love Below, whatever however y'all want to call correct, it, is correct. straight under right. the moniker of Outcast. You're right. Mm -hmm. You're right. So so I'll let I'll let you have that. I have no argument to that because you're right. But okay, hey, so let's 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 hey, go. Off that I, I told you I told you I had two points. Okay. We made one. My second point is this is the thing that I talk about when I say I'm worried about hip hop because niggas don't want to rap. They don't. And we and, and to go to a to a bigger point, this is to me another point of exploitation in black culture to a point where uh uh a MC God that is Andre three thousand is like, bro, what is there to rap about? But at the same time, uh, remember when we had that first talk about niggas not wanting to rap in hip hop, and I was saying hip hop has changed. It's pop music now. It's pop music now. And when he say that, I understand. But at the same time, put your passion in it. Now, overall, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all boys, I don't think the album's bad. But um, man, when I say I be want artists to explore, he took that and ran with it, huh, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and listen, listen, bro. Like he an artist in in, in the sense, every sense of the word, bro. Because to just draw, just release something, no rapping. It's just him, you know. Uh, whoever else was the producers on, on on the album, I don't know who they are. Like you know, I'm I'm not even finna discount the fact that he's willing to try something new. That that's not where I'm at. My only, my only gripe against him was, I don't have nothing to rap about, nigga. You Andre three fucking thousand. You do have something to rap about. You just don't want to rap. But isn't that kind of one in the same? Like, hey, not having nothing to rap about makes me feel like I don't want to rap. No, no, because it's the, it's the same argument that I have for that I have for that nigga ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky don't want to rap. He don't want to rap. This nigga want to fuck Rihanna and talk about fly shit all the time. That's all he want to do, but he don't want to rap. Nigga, wait. 
Like, but literally my only gripe about it is, bro, you make it seem like like it, it almost came off as if he's disgusted by the, the idea of people want to hear a solo album of him rapping. Yo, listen, listen, I'm gonna say this. And Dennis, now now let's get out on this real quick. Cause both of us have been artists in the game. You still kind of are and whatnot. Let's say this real quick, bro. I'd have been a hip hop artist. I'd have been a, 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 a rock artist, all kinds of shit. Bro, when I first learned guitar, you couldn't get me off my guitar. In the last six months, I picked up my guitar twice. And it's, I, it's, it's not that I can't write a song and, and pick it up and make some music or shit, I can even start another band right now and probably be successful. But I don't love that shit no more. That shit came and went like a rocket, bro. Like I, 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 I learned how to play guitar. I fell in love with playing guitar, started Audio High, fucking made Queens of the Stone Age sounding badass, nasty rock and roll shit, put that shit out. And when I figured out what I had to do to continue to do it, I started not liking to doing it. And then like when it came to like, let me just keep playing guitar, whatever. I want that shit. My 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 homeboy Mark, who plays guitar, my will play guitar in my band. Literally, not just because he my nigga, literally one of the best guitarists I've ever heard in my life. And he left-handed and he played upside down like Jimi Hendrix. And he don't play guitar every day. He don't give a fuck. He's not calling me like, let's get the band back together. That nigga's a teacher. But my boy Ryan, who is of any band, I'll stand him next to Flea or or any other bass player you want to. He's the Quincy Jones. This nigga's the greatest bass player ever. And I'm not just because he's my nigga. Go listen, go listen to the bass on the audio high shit on Spotify, y'all boys. The nigga is amazing. Okay. He plays bass for the Vatican Church right now. But he played because he loved playing bass. And so you either can and and, and you know, since we've been talking about him. Drake almost 40 or is 40 years old or whatever the fuck he got going. He's 37. He made, 37. He my age. Okay. Drake make music because he still love that shit. Regardless of anything else, for him to put out as much content, fuck if it's good or bad. That ain't what I'm talking about. For him to put uh, out as much content. I mean, it kind of does matter if it's good or bad. But wait, wait, wait. No, because look, because, because Goody Mob, we were talking about that album the other day and how bad it is. They didn't that's a bad album. But they didn't put it out because they didn't love music, so they put out a bad album. They did a thing because they love doing music. So that's why I say, I don't want to talk about if it's good or bad. I'm saying Drake put shit out because he loved it. Other people don't put shit out no more because they lost their love for it. That's just passion comes and goes. People lose love for their spouse. People lose love for their job, people lose love for all kind of the shit. So to expect the artists to just love doing that shit for the rest of their life, like like they Willie Nelson, who 90 years old playing shows, or Dolly Parton, who I just seen, who looks like she's 65, but she gotta be like 90 um, on the Tennessee game, you can't expect that from everybody. Bruh, chill out before you kill Dolly Parton. And that what you just said is exactly why I can I can defend three stacks saying that because even when you think about what the first like the first 
title of the like the first track on there is literally called I wanted to make a rap album, but this is the way that in which the wind blew me this time. And it's just like I can't tell you how many like full transparency, I can't tell you how many times I've wanted to, you know, I've wanted to, you know, do something myself. And it's like I had to make I had to make sacrifices for me to enjoy it again. And I'm still in that process of trying to refine that, refine that love. Like I'm at a point where it's like, like if I record something, like I'm not in a space to where I want to, you know, put it out, but it's like, I want to be able to love it for me. Like I've been doing. And I just haven't had that. Like, I just want to, you know, I want to eventually you know, branch to something else, but I haven't figured out what that something else is. My my art, but my argument is simply, again, the fact that he went to go try something new. That's like earlier this year when Drake came out with the with the house music album. I'm not mad that Drake that Drake wanted to try something new. I'm mad that you didn't do it well for the caliber of artist that you are. Three Stacks actually took his fucking time. Because that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. But literally, you are a product of hip hop. We don't know you without hip hop. And the fact that you just seem disgusted by it, as a child of hip hop myself, I'm like, what is, what is it about our genre that we give out to the world freely? What is it about our genre? Let me ask this. And this is, I guess when I watched that interview, this is why I was able to accept his answer. I'm going to ask you two questions, Wayne. They're going to sound very similar, but you'll understand the difference in them. Why don't we throw Fantasy Island anymore? Why we don't what? Because the times that we, the times that we live in don't allow us to. Okay. Why don't we want to throw Fantasy Island anymore? Niggas don't want to deal with the bullshit that comes with it. That same thing, I can I can understand that his answer that way from Three Sex in the sense that he's one of the things he he was kind of sure to kind of like depict was that hey my disgust isn't with the art of rapping because and he and he says that he goes but. And when he explained this next part, I was just like, I get I get that feeling. When I asked you that question, your first answer was like, hey, there was a certain, it was a certain time and place that we existed in that allowed that that thing that we were doing to be as great as it was. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he noted that too about he noted that too about hip hop. He goes, goes, you gotta understand something. He goes, hip hop only recently got to this space of you don't age out anymore. It wasn't always like that, right? And he was like, he's like, he, he's like, he, he said he had Tyler say it, say it to him. He was like, man, we need you to rap so that we can understand what we can do when we get to that point. Mm-hmm. And his response to that, which I can totally understand, is like, yeah, man, but it's that thing that people say about when you try to come up where you're from. Your audience, where you're from, only sees you a certain way and understands you a certain way, and your growth or your movement past what you were doesn't always make sense to them. I saw that interview and my interpretation was he just seems disgusted by it. 
Okay, like, stop right there. All, let me, let all me, y'all, all y'all want me to do is rap. Let me, let me, let me get, let me get there. Let me get there. Let me get there. Let me get there. And then we got, then we can move on to the next topic. Because I'm glad that y'all came back full circle to this point. Because when you said it earlier, you were like, "What could be so disgusting about hip hop that make this nigga not want to rap, bro?" Dennis, could you do me a favor while I make this point and look up what year "Common I Used to Love Her" came out, bro? That song came out so fucking long ago. And Common was like talking about how he don't love hip hop no more because of the change. And we're we're referencing we're referencing right now, bro. Like okay, what Common was referencing then is what we're referencing now as good hip hop. Think about that. We're referencing good hip hop as what Common was saying was bad hip hop. When he said, "I used to love him," so. So now we're the same shit that Common was disgusted by. We're saying, oh, that was the good shit. And now this shit is, is, is disgusting. New shit is disgusting. So it's easy for three stacks to be disgusted by this shit because Common was disgusted by the shit back in 2000 and whatever the fuck it was. I think I used to love it. So, like 97, 98. That was like the 90s when that came up. But I, I thank do, you. I do want to piggyback off of, of what you said because I think that's. I think that's one key thing is that I'm really like, because that's another thing too. Like, remember when there was a time where you did something and you was excited about it and the people around you were was excited about it as well? Sure do. Okay. Now, take now, take that, take where we are now as far as you know what's popular and that that's go, also going to tie back to the the common thing and you notice that you know the same some of the same people they aren't around to experience that you know that feeling that you get that inspires you so the fact that they're not there and the fact that it's like okay now it's just you know the different the landscape changed everything changed just how people consume the art has changed like people are not making time for those things that they would make time for back in the day like people 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 would look at people would look at for (laughs) when speaker box and love below dropped it was at a time where people had people made time so now it's like, what's the point in making time when everybody ain't got time? And I think that's like a key thing to just how the just how the landscape of things like people just like people just aren't you know, it's like if people aren't making time, why put the time in it? Right. So when so when three stats does something <laughs> like this, it's like okay, you know, let me do something that's gonna serve a different purpose now as far as you know him being disgusted him being disgusted at you know the craft and just how everything is it's possible to be able to do that because of because look at look at where it's at like look at the examples that we're naming look at what's you know what's popular and that kind of thing and i'm not gonna sit here and say that when it comes to because i I do think when i think about hip-hop i do think that in this isn't you know this isn't meant to be offensive but hip-hop 
is probably the most nitpickiest genre. Am I off? I agree. No, you're right about that. No, bro, not a, you're not wrong about that at all, bro. It's a it's a genre that sets trends and trends are a current thing. So as trends die and move forward, so does hip hop. Yep. And that's exactly what it is. Like, you know, just from you know, from attention spans to just every just everything, you know, like people are going like just and I thought about, you know, the, the lengths of the, the flute joints on there. And I'm like, they work for that because it's like you can pl- you can like play that at a massage parlor. Like you're not about to be on a, a song rapping for 17 minutes because people are going to look at you crazy. But it just goes back to the to the expression. Of- Here, here's something something else that I think is in itself is weird to say, but it's very hip hop of him to do in his approach to the album. When they did the interview, he, he was saying like, yo, he goes, when I did the album, this wasn't like something like I wrote wrote out and planned out. He goes, I, he goes, bro, he goes, my mind, I'm always thinking, he's like, so it's very hard for me to freestyle. But essentially what he did on the album was freestyle through another, through another instrument, which, in my, which is crazy to me is in itself to say like, hey, I learned the instrument and then I did a whole album just off the dome. And on a, and in a weird way, that's a very hip hop thing to do. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. I think that, as I said, bro, it sucked that it's not what we thought it would be. But that's a selfish thing for us because as an artist, he's doing art, and a lot of times they think that something's gonna be something when it's not. However, even though it sucks, it's not what we wanted it to be. Again, it's an expression of Andre Benjamin. And if it was not for him doing his album, we would literally die without having an Andre Benjamin album. Yeah. Even though this is not the Andre Benjamin album we thought we were going to get, that's what we got. So at least we know, hey, man, if he expresses himself in a solo album, this is pretty much what it is. Yeah. Because he had the opportunity to express himself in a solo album way before this and he didn't want to and like y'all say he took his time that's what we got hey it is what it is maybe in the in the future we'll look back at this and re- reflect on it in a better manner and, and again no again i think the album is great with us in a second I think, and, and i enjoy the fact that he's able to take his artistry to an entirely different form my last gripe about this album Andre 3000 gave us a, a, a instrumental flute album. Why was it in the hip hop category? Agreed. It was. Agreed. Yeah, it was in the hip hop category. Yeah, they did that. <laughs> I saw yeah, that. Wow. In the same way that I, in the same way that, as y'all know how I feel, I feel like those those cat shouldn't be. <laughs> but listen. I think that's part of the reason why it's being judged the way it is because it was presented to us before anybody opened it up and listened to it. It was presented to us as a hip hop album. This shit should have been over there with the, the what's the nigga name, man, that play flute and all that shit travel around the world with the Siberian, whatever. Yeah. 
Should have been over there with that shit. Listen, bro, I'm, I'm right. think about it, bro. That would be the most three. Like, here's the thing, bro. With him making a food album, are you really like this? Is it the most three thousand thing for three thousand to do, bro? Listen, <laughs> listen. If three thousand go platinum on the flutes, bro, fuck all y'all, bro. Oh shit! You know what we failed to say this entire that, time? That's selling out thing. You know what we real failed to say this whole time? What's that? Act, act like this flute album isn't on brand for him. It is on brand. It's very on brand. What would have been crazy though? What I would have loved to see is just one little track that he had recorded that he just never released, and he just throw it on that bitch. Yeah, it would have been nice nah, to have, like a little like surprise like freestyle at the end. I think yeah, like you got to listen to the whole. Like you gotta listen to the whole album and then on the last track, it's 15 minutes long. And if you get past 12 minutes, he go a random track he made with you know Killer Mike or some shit like that. Yeah, no, nah, that would have been that would have been cool. <laughs> All right. So did anybody hear um Wayne and Two Chains, Collar Grove 2? I did. Haven't listened yet. Oh shit! I did. I actually went went through it. I, I go ahead, cool. If I'm being honest with you, the album overall, I'm gonna give it like a like a seven. It's 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 got it's got high points and low points like any album does. The album is also big. As opposed to uh, to other albums that were longer this year that were really good, I do feel like this one could have been shorter and they could have had like a, a better project because there's there's songs on there like uh like long story short and stuff like that and but there's also moments on the album where you go oh yeah I see how complimentary you guys can really be to each other, mm-hmm. but. It's also and it's also an album that's not for everybody. It's really for us. Yeah. Like after I listened to it at first, I was just like, okay, this is for this is for everybody. Then I had to listen to it again and I was like, nah, this is this is for us. Because even even the beat steady that they show, there are some fun beats on there, but there's a lot of like soul sampling on there too. Right. Right. And you but I did like it. Okay, and you said something that was perfect. This is I want to point out that this has been a very for us month. Like, like Jeezy yeah. beginning, Ross and Meat follow up. <laughs> listen, listen. Yeah. I was actually surprised yeah. how much I like that Ross and Meat. Yeah, we get um we get Buster next week, and it's like oh. it's, this has been a very for us month. Like it's it's crazy to think about now. I, I did I do agree I did like the um I did like the Collie Grove project I did enjoy it um I like the Fifty Cent narration I thought that was a nice touch as well they didn't just throw a bunch of songs on there and just you know do that thing um it's highs it's lows um I agree with I do agree with you know seven out of ten it was some mom- it was some moments where you know where two chains carried certain songs Wayne carried certain mm-hmm. songs it was stuff here and there where I was like. Like two chains would do one thing, and I would look at Wayne like, "Why would you do that?" And it was just overall, overall, it was a good project. Was Player Circle a real thing? 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. there was a group. They had an album. So, so I haven't listened to the album yet. So, but when I seen it, right, I was like, well, I got to listen to this. I thought about this. I was like, is, is Play a Circle a real thing or was it just a song? It was, it was a real group. It was a duo. Right. Nah, it's like, I, I'm like, damn. So I had to look it up because I was, I was bugging. And I was like, damn, it was a real, like, joint. Like, it was a real, like, group. It was a real thing. But, like, why does it feel like Player Circle was, uh, like, it's, it's crazy how hindsight does things, right? It feels like Player Circle was not a group. It feels like Player Circle was a song between 2 Chainz and Lil Wayne. No. So, I haven't listened yet. No, I'm gonna tell you why that is. On their most on their most successful track, Wayne does the hook. Two chains goes first, and he has the most memorable verse, and it doesn't have a Wayne verse to like overshadow anybody. So yeah. you lose the uh, the other member that was in Player Circle. Where that nigga on Duffel Bag Boys? Where yeah. that nigga at now? Um, Hot Dollar. Because um, I was hot. How you think that nigga feel about Wayne and Two Chains album? Mm-hmm. And not being called. <laughs> I mean, either mad, either mad that he had to. Sh- Listen, this nigga, this nigga, Jack's cooking with Reese right now. That's a sad boy. But I'm gonna say I'm something, bro. Can I, can I ask you something? If you know somebody's bad, do you put them on something that can be good? Well, nigga, now you saying the nigga bad, but yeah, saying, do we know? Do we know he was bad, or did right? This, because that's the exact my point. Because he, he was, was, I'm gonna tell you this. No, 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 no. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. So, give me, give me a bar that like kind of stuck with you from Buddy. I don't know who the nigga is. Cool. That's my point. But that's my point. Here's the thing, bro. That's one of those situations. It's one thing when you make a song called if if they would have made a song on the album called Cream and nobody on the Woo was on it, okay, I'm with you. Because it's the Woo. The fact of the matter is Player Circle died because of the, the thing that, that we're slowly getting to right now. Two Chains realized as a group member. It was just—it was just a matter of evolution on on two chains part. Yeah, bro. Like, I'm I'm sorry, bro. Listen, say what you want. Herc and Wayne had some of the best back and forth raps you can remember, but you, you don't see <laughs> they don't. You don't necessarily see Hot Girl Two about to come out. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of evolution. Why we don't see you know a, a lot of different artists like collaborate. With each other like that. That's just one of those examples. Like, yo, the nigga, the nigga from Player Circle. If you're listening to this podcast, when Dennis do question of the pod next week, I wanted to be your question asking why the fuck you wasn't on the album, <laughs> and why the fuck is Player Circle not a real thing? We know it was a real thing that y'all niggas had an album. I know you made money. Hopefully, you get residuals off the shit and all that good shit. But nigga, why, why, why you wasn't on this album, my boy? Huh? Why you wasn't on this album, bro? That don't make sense. But I think that's a whole nother rabbit hole. Another, look, at, look at how many artists have you know gone a certain their career has gone a certain way, 
and then we don't see the person that they, you know, you know, came this up. Nigga is like, this nigga is like Dylon. Okay. Like, this me... nigga is like, matter of fact, Dylon's more popular than this nigga. Think about that. Ooh, ooh. Nigga can't name one Dylon song, but I can give you a Dylon bar. Coop asked me, what's a Dylon bar? I can give you the Dylon bar from the day I'm making the band shit, but I can't give you the, the, the bar from this player circle, nigga. I give you a Dylon bar, too. I don't know, man. But, bro, you, you answering your own question. <laughs> you, nah, this shit just bothered me. They could have put, put Dylon. Oh, man. I'm, they they could have put Dylon on that track, and it would have made more sense. Like, it's, it's one of those things where this is one yeah, of those things. Like, we're gonna I, have I to it, I'm not. just trying to figure out why. Like why? 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 We don't, why? I don't know who this nigga is. Why this nigga not on? Bro. Okay, because if we That's do that, boy, do that, we gotta ask, like we gotta ask a million and one questions about like who because you because we we don't necessarily see Hove rapping with. When was the last time we seen Hove rap on Memphis Bleak? Nigga, okay, see, now you try me. Because, nigga, I know where Memphis Bleak at. Like, I get what you're saying, but I know where Memphis Bleak at. Where this nigga at? Did they kill this nigga? That's my right. point. So so now, now, now we got to justify him being unavailable for the album? Yeah. yeah. Somebody got to tell me why this nigga not on the album. Bro, you, you got to think, bro. This is dead ass, bro. Y'all niggas have one of the definitive early 2000s hip-hop songs. You're not going to the club and not hear that song. It was three niggas on the song. Two of the niggas, 20 years later, are getting together and making an album, and this nigga's nowhere to be found. Now, it also does help to go forth that, and he said this publicly, Two Chains and Lil Wayne is kind of like best friends. Like that yeah. nigga's the best. Like that nigga was the best man in his wedding. Right. Like that that nigga Two James is one of the few niggas that can get Wayne to wear suit. So you telling me this is like some this is like some G Unit game shit? I need a true Hollywood story on this shit, bro. Wait, bro. Say, so, so, so you say true Hollywood story of Dollar? Uh, what's buddy name? Dollar Dollar Boy? Dollar Boy. Yeah, Dollar Boy. I said hot Dollar. My bad. And they named the nigga Dollar Boy. Bro, listen, I feel what you're saying. Nobody cares about that nigga. You know what? I know. Why don't we? Call, you know what? Dollar, Boy. Dollar, Dollar Boy's not on the album because Titty Boy's not on the album. Yo, shout out. Shout out, Coop, for bringing that up. Because why Why is this nigga... Nobody want to talk about how 2 Chainz been in like three different factions? The nigga was in the Dungeon Family, DTP, and Player Circle? He was also to the um. I just sent something to the the IG chat. Y'all y'all look at that. It's Dollar Boy's most recent post. Since we since we're going down, saying, yo, going down this rabbit hole. These niggas album. <laughs> since we going down this rabbit hole, he's in. He's he's. Yo, in, Dollar Boy look bad. Oh yeah, he look bad. He look like he just got out of jail. But wait, wait. Now, 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 Dennis, since you said it, now we might have to do our own documentary on this shit. What happened to Dollar Boy? Because why is he at a, a listening party for Tony Bro, because that nigga, okay, okay, okay. Since we got so they go. still fuck with him, but you ain't put him on the okay. Hold on, hold on. We since you since you making us since you making us go here, I thought we was gonna be able to to 
give to not talk about fucking this shit. Yeah, because we were supposed to be talking right. like ten minutes ago. No, okay. this is important. Okay, the locks, the locks. One of the greatest hip hop, one of the greatest hip hop groups ever. We, we don't never talk about because because a couple of weeks ago y'all brought this up about how hip hop groups you don't see them together these days. And I wish I was on the show the show that week because I would have brought up the locks. We don't talk about how the locks withstood the testament of time. And not only did they withstand the testament of time as a group, they withstood a testament of a time with their personal relationships with one another. And it, and it was on display loud and clear when they fucking dogged walk dipset two years ago during verses. Because this is the point. This is the point I'm trying to get to. When you think about these groups, okay, if Do- if Dollar Boy is at the Collie Grove album listening party, that to me that says him and Two Chains really are friends outside of this rap shit. But as far as this music shit, this business shit, hey, I'm doing uh, I'm doing L shit because even even Sheet Luch addresses it on song. Hey, everybody want to know why I never released more albums or why you never heard me like that. Hey, yo, I was letting my man shine talking about Jada Kiss and, and, and Styles P because them days was, especially Styles P, at one point it seemed like the nigga was dropping an album every six months. <laughs> like, yeah, don't, let, let, don't, don't, let, don't let the business shit. Nah, fuck that, Q. Let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all niggas something. Let me tell y'all niggas something. Let me tell y'all niggas something because I just went through Dollar Boy. I followed Dollar Boy. And I just went through his Instagram. He seems like he's a single. It seems like he's just a good dad, like a, just a good regular nigga. He had his son's wedding, taking care of either his daughter or his granddaughter, doing good shit. I ain't got no issues with Dollar Boy. He seems like an outstanding citizen. My thing is this, nigga. If you dropping an album with Lil Wayne, nigga, and we did Player Circle, the three of us did Player Circle together, and y'all niggas don't put Player Circle 2 on that bitch so I can make me a quick little 200000 or whatever the fuck, you don't fuck with me, period. Business or whatever, whether the song is good or bad. I'm I'm about to bring this full circle. What if Dollar Boy ain't trying to rap? Oh, mm. <laughs> that's a tough one to swallow. What if? Because it could be true. What if he just said yeah, like I don't this know time that... in his life he don't have nothing to say? Yeah, like he just watching. Yo, he get the fuck out of here. What if he want to play the flute? <laughs> yeah, like... get the fuck out of here. Y'all niggas, y'all niggas might. Although, although y'all niggas might be right. I would I implore y'all to follow the, the, the rabbit hole that Dennis just sent me down and go to Dollar Boy's uh Instagram and tell me that nigga ain't got something to rap about. Listen, bro, prove to me beyond a shadow of a doubt that Dollar Boy ain't playing the flute. He go to his Instagram. I'm there. Point proves. I'm there. He ain't playing no goddamn flute. Okay. He's a nigga from Atlanta. I'm He's a say, nigga I'm, from I'm, Atlanta. I'm, and he's, he's still living the hood right in now. Atlanta. Not one flu. He's still living the hood in Atlanta. You ain't gonna put my nigga on the album, Bruh. My, my nigga, had, my nigga at the football game supporting his grandbaby uh, or, or his daughter, or whatever. Why she cheerleading? 
Bruh, and he was playing the flute at the tailgate. Nigga, I feel you, niggas bogus. I feel you, Jax. I feel you, but why the fuck are we looking for this nigga Dollar Boy and I ain't had a film mob album in 10 years? Fuck that nigga. Oh, well, I know where Sean, I tell you that. I can, ta- I can take you to Sean J right now. If you got, if you got a few hours, we can ride. We can ride to Albany, and that nigga on the corner right now, high as fuck. I can take you to Sean J. That ain't a problem. I know why we ain't got film mob album. That made more sense than this shit. Listen, I'm. I saw. The, I saw the document like y'all saw the document. We had four topics, and we had. Listen, you, you, you don't know how this shit might go. This shit random, bro. Oh my gosh, listeners, don't be mad. Um, <laughs> okay, let me. But, but before four we topics. before we, we come up with, on the dock. before we come up with anybody, before we do a where are they now on anybody else? Um, how did y'all feel about this Drake six pack that he dropped? Bro, literally, I just want this nigga to come out publicly and say I don't fuck with this nigga LQ from No Static. Just at this point, just. <laughs> Just say, wait, is Drake your enemy now? Is he your arch enemy? Nigga, Drake has replaced Seal, my nigga. No, Drake has Drake has somehow replaced Seal, my nigga. Like, like why, 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 like, why, (laughs) like. I thought you was done with music for, for like the next year or something. Why? Nah, Drake about to drop another album in February, bro. I promise you. Listen, like, and, and don't get me wrong. Again, when Drake raps, when he actually wants to rap, we're going back back around the fucking circle again. When niggas is rapping, Drake is one of the best, and that, and he proves that. With this little EP, but again, bro, why? Why, like, like, why are you still dissing Pusha T? Why? Like, get over it. You lost. You, we don't care anymore. Why? <laughs> Listen, what had to happen for Hove to stop dissing Prodigy? <laughs> Say it, Wayne. What had to happen for Hope to stop this in Prodigy? This nigga Prodigy had to die, bro. He had to die. He had to leave the same plane of existence that Hove was living on in order for Hove to finally go, okay, I guess it's squashed now. Bro, him and Nas got several song- songs together. Hits. Hits. Him, him and Havoc. He Havoc has produced tracks on some of Hole's recent albums. Prodigy had to die. I'm kind of with Cooper on this one. Havoc, 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 Havoc is at was at the one of the Rock Nation brunches, bro. I Promise you, Memphis Bleak just did the, his most recent his most recent drink champs. He talk about how cool, it, bro. Listen, he talk about how cool they is with Havoc. But my nigga, when it comes to Prodigy, bro, it's just bro. It's Prodigy. Prodigy is one. 
YG is one of the niggas in hip hop, bro. That once a nigga say fuck that nigga, bro, there has never been a reunion, a reconciliation, a comeback, nothing, bro. That nigga whole said fuck that nigga until he died. Like, bro, <laughs> I can't, bro, that's bro, that's real spite, bro. And the fact of the matter is, Drake can't. Drake don't have too much of a over ego about things, a bit too much of a visual ego about things outside of women. But bro, he, bro, listen, that pushy T thing, that pushy T thing, he can't, bro, he he can't handle it, bro. Like when you talk about living rent free in somebody's head, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you how rent free he living in his head. Pusha T ain't even responded, and that nigga been dissing that nigga for like at least the last three years, and he ain't even respond. Listen, bro, he said what he said. This is like a nigga that, that knocked somebody out, and the nigga that he knocked out is still on the ground, like grabbing his ankles and stuff like that, bro. While he walking down the street, bro, instead of just getting up and going about his business, like. It, it, bro, listen, I'm, I'm listen, bro. Hell, hell hath no fury like a light skinned man scorn. <laughs> Has anybody else listened to it? I liked it. Um, I liked it. You know, I liked it. I liked it. It was dope. I'm glad that he, you know, I'm glad he did that. I'm glad he, you know, really got into, got into his rapping bag because a lot of that was missing and he definitely, you know, I, I I think he went six for six. I can't think of there wasn't anything that I didn't necessarily I didn't like. I do think that um I do think that out of all of the um the Drake and Cole collabs, I think that was like my least favorite one, but it's still not bad. Right. You talking about first person? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about J. Cole. Duh. When we gonna get the J. Cole and the Ghost of Dick Miss Pass collab? When are we getting that? Uh, when J. Cole gonna come out and make a a a duo a, a duo album with Dick Pass. Bro, listen, bro. We're no we not, we not doing this. Listen, bro. Listen, bro. That nigga Playboy made a a whole album to spite me. Drake just made a whole album to spite Wayne, bro. You acting like it can't happen to you, bro. Dick Pass. We come at the, it's his like, the only the only reason it's not happening to Dennis is because Dennis is so Dennis that he don't got no beef with nobody that he made public. It's the, it, listen, it's Christmas time. Listen, what a great time to drop an album. Brent just dropped the spike jacks now that I think about it. <laughs> I know you fucking lying. I just no, Fires literally just dropped. He definitely did. He dropped a whole <laughs> album full of he rapping over Mr. Elliott type beats. Oh, singing over. Oh no, no, bro! All Spike Jacks. Yo, Brent Fires, J Cole, and the Ghost of Dickness Pass need to get together and do a track and call it "Fuck Niggas." Bro, listen. What did we? What did I just tell you, bro? You act like niggas gonna make an album to spite you, bro. It, two seconds before you found out that information, I said, bro, don't act like it can't happen to you. Two seconds later, look at your life. Stand out of the universe. Look at your life. I'm making those about bullshit. 
Crying ass nigga. I hate that nigga, y'all boys. Y'all don't understand. <laughs> Yo, I was Bro. I was on a I was on a date with a girl and we was in the we was in a little spot and Brett Fires came on and she started um singing it. So I asked for the check and paid for the, the meal and I left. I didn't say nothing. <laughs> now that's that's hate. I'm dead ass too. That's hate. I'm dead ass too. I'm not fucking with no bitch that listen to Brent Fires. Are you stupid? Listen, bro. There's only one person. One person in music that tried to spite us, but our spite was just greater. Okay? And that's that bitch-ass nigga Mike Posner. I'm about to make listen. the album with my Posner. Listen, okay. listen, my pop, bro. You think I'm playing? I had y'all. Y'all think I'm playing? Like Dennis go through his our our, our text message thread, like just me and his. I promise you, he can pull the receipts, bro. Bro, I was so upset with that, bro. I did something I'd never do, bro. I left a comment. <laughs> I went on that page, bro, and he was talking about how he had walked across America, bro, and did all this shit, bro. Bro, let me, for all y'all who don't remember my beef with Mike Posner, let me refresh y'all memory, bro. Mike Posner went out and then lied to us, lied to the whole goddamn world about how he walked across the country in record time. Now, we looked up the, the world record for walking across the country, right? Mike Posner had beaten this 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 record by like a day and a half. Keep in mind, on his journey of walking across America, he also and he also uh, and like he ran in the bad weather. He got bitten by a snake, like and needed like actual medical treatment. Is this the bearded nigga that was like God sent him on a journey? Yep. I hate this nigga too. <laughs> Listen, bro. Let me tell y'all something, bro. Then he, then he got to the other side of the country, country that he walked to with his lying ass, and gave us an album where the first track on the album is him self righteously explaining to you how to listen to the album. Oh. Now wait a minute, now. Oh Coop, shit! You got to get a new enemy. Yo. You got to get a new enemy. Go ahead. Yo, send it. Yo. No, we we faded that nigga. Yo, apparently he, apparently Mike Posner is responsible for mysterious green sludge being seen spewing out of, out of the manholes in New York City. Bruh, because, bruh, is this what scumbag. you just said? Dude, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Next topic. Dude, get the fuck out of here. No, I. This nigga oh, said oh, Mike Posner is making a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Get the fuck out of here. I, I sent it to the chat. I sent it to the chat. It's Yo, awesome. What the fuck you talking about, man? Damn it, Coop. Why did you make me go down this rabbit hole? We here now, bro. Fuck that nigga. Yo, is that free? Yo, in New York, I'm with the I'm with the I'm with the article, bro. There's some Ghostbusters shit, bro. What is that? <laughs> Yo, you know why I want to live it? Listen, two things, bro. Two things, real quick, before we go to the next topic. I would not live in New York City, Tokyo, London, Paris, uh, uh, Hong, uh, Beijing, Hong Kong, uh, Mumbai, or Cape Town. Or I'm, I'm not living in these places, bro, because 
is too many people and shit don't make sense. Okay? The shit is weird. Weird shit happens. Too much in these big ass places. Because there's too many human beings on top of each other. That being said, all you niggas that think ghosts are real, you're wrong. There are no ghosts because there's no slave ghosts. With that being Period. said, um, a congressman has um has put has called for an investigation on Warner's Warner Brothers scrapping films that are already done. Um, we've had yeah, we're already doing it. We had um Batgirl, which was supposed to drop, that was done and it got scrapped. There was another um Coyote. The Coyote movie that was supposed to have John Cena in it was done and got scrapped, and the uh, congressman wants them investigated. That's cool, congressman. Um, this is like when the Congress people be investigating the NCAA, which is a private entity and has nothing to do with the government, or they investigate the NFL, which the only thing they should be investigating is their antitrust agreement. Uh, um, um, how about you investigate the fact that um, a, a single parent um, who makes $31,000 a year can't qualify for food stamps? How about you go investigate that? How about you go investigate the fact that um, Santos, the congressman from New York, um, didn't get censored uh, from Congress, but y'all censored uh, Congresswoman to lead because she said from the river to the sea everybody will be free and y'all said that's anti-Semitic because it's pro-Palestine how about y'all go do some work you know what I hate about um, Congress and the Supreme Court and the President and all of them y'all so full of shit we live in such a gross disgusting runaway capitalistic fascist government that like they in our face don't give a fuck no more. The nigga just told y'all I want to investigate the movie theater. Republicans said three weeks or four weeks ago or whatever they don't want kids to get lunch at school for free. What the fuck? I'm bring back bro. Listen. <laughs> um, how do y'all feel about? How do y'all feel about um Santos Escobar co-signing and agreeing with somebody saying that he said he called Carlito a bitch ass nigga in Spanish? Good. Heal that nigga out. You know how women, you know how women, you know how women be like, let me out, heal me out. Yo. Heal that nigga out. You can't be a bro. You can't be. Let me tell you, one of the greatest tragedies in wrestling right now is MJF because he was one of the best heels in the history of heels. And now that nigga is lame as the fuck. Heal that nigga out. You want a real heel right now? Who's the. You can't. Roman Reigns can't do it because he won them cool heels or whatever. Who's like the best heel in WWE right now, y'all boys? Dom, besides Roman Reigns. Gotta be Dominic. Dom need to come on the mic right now. So tomorrow night, Dominic need to come on the mic Pause. and say 
in Spanish, <laughs> pause, and say in Spanish, free Palestine, Jews don't lack like Latinos anyways. Mm. You want he? Say that. <laughs> Be a heel. Talk about somebody's family. Go find an autistic kid in the front row and rip his sign up. Yeah, because MJ, MJ was on that type of time back then. Bro, you want to know one of the greatest heel moments I've ever seen was Sasha Banks when the girl, and I think she wrestled now, who loved Bailey so much in NXT. She used to come to watch Bailey every day in NXT because, you know, NXT is in Orlando. Mm -hmm. And Sasha Banks went over to her and grabbed her glasses, like snatched them off her face and they put them on. And then... At, and, and, and like she was gonna give him back and broke him and, and then took Bailey and punched Bailey in her face and made the little girl cry. Yeah, it was a whole docuseries on that. Um, like on the like the like the best heels, and she was one of them because of that. Yo, fuck that kid. <laughs> the only time that you break character being a heel is like when Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold was wrestling and. The kid really loved Shawn Michaels and he was autistic and he didn't understand or know better. He jumped the fence and security was beating him up and Shawn Michaels ran over there and was like, fuck no, stop beating up the autistic kid and then send him back to the locker room. Okay, you can break character for that. Or Triple H when the little kid was like having a nervous breakdown and crying because Triple H was beating the shit out of such and such and Triple H like kind of gave him a hug or whatever. Alright. Alright, whatever. Yeah, you good people at heart. Okay, whatever. But a real who? A real who? Would have walked over there as the kid who jumped the fence was getting beat up by security, even though he was autistic, and kicked the kid. You know who the greatest sports yeah, hero of all time is? Room. You know who the greatest sports hero of all time is, bro? Charles Barkley. You think Barkley's a heel? Yes, bro. Bro, don't think Charles Barkley. Bro, you know what Charles Barkley I'm talking about. Think about the Charles. See, I, always feel like, I feel like I feel like Barkley always have people that like him. But listen, because, listen. There's always people who like heels, but listen, bro. Charles Barkley, <laughs> after an after a game where they blew out the team by like twenty something points, spit on a kid. <laughs> yeah, and said, that's true. And said, "I'm not your hero," and walked off. <laughs> and you know what else too? Uh, before we get off the wrestling. The, the heel work that Christian is doing right now in AEW makes me sad that he didn't get the opportunity to do this in the WWE. Because yeah. damn, damn is good. That's top-tier heel work that Christian got going on. Top-tier. Talking about niggas dead, dad. He told his best friend, I'm going to smash your wife and raise your kids. Bro, what? Who is slapping shit out of me? <laughs> Do we have any um Survivor Series expectations? Everything that, that how we feel about this? Because I'm bro, listen, I'm gonna throw a wild curveball courtesy of our boy Vargas. Plug it. Let let Rhea take the belt off of Gunther. At this point, <laughs> listen, didn't um didn't China hold one of those belts at one point? Bro, China held the China, yeah. title and the Intercontinental Champion by herself. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'll say this though. I think I think Gunther um is gonna be like um they're gonna do something with Gunther that we ain't never seen before. I think they're gonna just let Gunther keep it out. Honestly, they have to at this point because here's the thing, bro. They're coming dangerously close, dangerously close to Roman Reigns in him. Yeah. Yeah. Gunther said something the other day that was kind of raw, though. When he was talking about the, he was on a podcast and he was talking about the Ultimate Warrior. And he basically said the Ultimate Warrior isn't a wrestler. He's a showman. Mm-hmm. Can't rest. And when he said that, I said, oh, shit. By the way, the ultimate warrior is not who we grew up with. He is a terrible human being and a very bad person and a racist and a bigot. So far, the ultimate warrior. However, um, like, Gunther saying that, at first I was like, damn, that nigga talking about the ultimate warrior. But then I thought about it. I was like, damn, he is. Ultimate warrior can't wrestle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a fucking bodybuilder. Yeah, bro, he just looked great throwing people around. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, one of my he's a bodybuilder. Like, he can't wrestle. Yeah, like one of my favorite wrestling moments was literally that time when Triple H, like when he did the pedigree and the Ultimate Warrior just got up. And I yeah, thought, oh my god! That he just like, that he just got up the way he did. Pause, because that sounded crazy. But no, so he no sold the pedigree. What's crazy about that too? Is Warrior versus Hogan was like 91, I want to say, or something like that, right? And the WrestleMania where it was Triple H versus the Ultimate Warrior in a pedigree, that might have been like 95, yeah. maybe 96, something like that. And that's a big gap, bro. And Ultimate Warrior felt like I should be winning this match, I should be on top. Bro, who are you at this point? Nigga, Gold Dust versus Roddy Piper was more popular than that match. Yeah. Put Gold Dust in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But I think with um going back to the war games, ain't really nothing jumping out like that. Like his Gunther versus the Miz. Which I mean, I, I do I do it's want them. Why? I do want them to take that belt off of Gunther. I don't necessarily know if, if I think it should be the Miz that does it, but I do think that it is time for Gunther to really get into the world title picture. The only reason I say that the Miz would be okay to take the belt off Gunther is because the Intercontinental title is basically defunct, and the Miz is the person who made it matter again. That's the only reason I think it would be okay. Other, but we've seen an intercontinental title run with the men. I don't want to see that. You had it, man. Chad Gable. Do we not remember two months ago? No, yeah, that was supposed to happen. Just give it to Gable. Anyhow. Yeah. Um. Rhea Ripley versus Zoe Stark for the championship. No, that's you know who's gonna win. You know who's gonna win. Next match. That's an easy one. Next match. Don't even talk about it, cool. Don't even talk about it. Next match. Um Carlito versus Santos Escobar. Who cares? 
And then Santos gonna squash. Yeah, they definitely gonna build him up as a heel. So I'm not surprised. Um, women's war games match. Um, Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Shotzi and Becky Lynch versus Bailey, Oscar, Io, and Kyra Sane. That's gonna be entertaining. It's gonna be a great match, and we know why it's gonna be entertaining. Yeah, it's gonna be a great match because all the women involved are good. But yeah, I mean that's gonna be probably the... also. Can I tell y'all something? Am I the only person that absolutely? And this is completely off subject. It just just reminded me because of all these people in the match. Am I the only one that's sickened by the fact that the New Day is NXT Tag Team Champions? They are uh, no, because they've been, they they've been they've been doing shit like that for the last year now. Becky Lynch just lost the NXT oh yeah, yeah. She had it for like six months. All right, we ain't even gonna get into um Cody, Seth, and Sammy and Jay versus Judge. We all we we, we all we know we all know what's gonna happen to that. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, question for the pot. All right, so this one this one's kind of this one's kind of short, but all right. So it says, "My friend wants to fight me in a week. I want to know how to stop being scared." I don't know what to do. I've tried reasoning with him, and I've tried pretty much everything I know to do, but he still wants to fight, and I'm really scared about it because he's a lot stronger than me, and the only reason he'll he'll give me because he thinks I'm annoying, but I don't know. I just want to know how to not be scared anymore because it's starting to piss me off. My nigga, are you a boxer? Because, 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 yeah. Like why, why, why you your homeboy want to fight you? Yeah, like what, what, did, what did you do? I don't care why he want to fight. Be real with y'all boys. I just want to know why y'all pre planning a fight. Yeah, like like I want to know. I want to know, bro. In case there's a moment you really just need to take a ass whipping. Yeah, it's like that that one episode of SpongeBob with Flats. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna kick your butt." That's what that. That's what that. Yeah, like yeah, like what are we talking about? Why are you? Why are y'all pre-planning the fight? What y'all got going on, bro? And why is it a week later? Like, like a boxing match? A week later, yeah, yeah, bro. That's what I say. Are you a boxer? <laughs> Wait, are y'all things just two grown ass men about to plan a fight, and y'all really just trying to plan it around y'all busy schedules? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, what are we doing, nigga? If I if you plan a fight with me, I'm stabbing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A week, a week early. Yeah, so yeah, if a nigga say, if a nigga say, nigga, I'm gonna fight you next week, but we still gonna have a poker night on Tuesday, I'm stabbing you at poker night, nigga. Because <laughs> <laughs> you showed up, nigga. Yeah. You, I know. Do I know where you work at? Because if you know where the nigga work at, like wait in the parking lot when he walk outside two days before a fight, hit that nigga full speed with the car. He won't fight you. I bet he don't fight you next week. No more. Matter of fact, hard to fight in a wheelchair. Matter of fact, that's how you stop being scared. You get that nigga first. <laughs> yeah, you you, push, you push the fight up. Yeah, bro. <laughs> what are we What are we talking about right now? See, bro, this this is why we strongly debated letting y'all write us. <laughs> yeah, you might. You, you, you basically might. you, 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 you going to get on our show and ask us how you can stop being a bitch. Be smarter. <laughs> but next week though, oh God, next week though, I need the the the, the question to the pod. 
I needed to be for my nigga from the from the from the player circle. <laughs> Are you gonna reach you out? Gotta, to you gotta be like, if, if that bitch better be like, hey, uh, my my best friend and his friend just dropped an album. We go way back, and we've been cool for so long. We had one hit together, but nothing really past that. We're still friends, and as a matter of fact, he came over for Thanksgiving. But I don't want to fuck with this nigga no more because he couldn't throw me a bone. That better be the question. Jess, I think you you might have the pull <laughs> to be able to, to reach out to Dollar Boy and see if he would. I'll get in his inbox. I'm going to be like, why weren't you on the album? Yeah, I, I think he would engage with us. I'll ask him. I'm going to ask him. Bet, bet, bet. All right, closing <laughs> thoughts. Mine's actually simple for this week. So first and foremost, y'all, drink your water because everything is bad for you nowadays. And sometimes, my nigga, despite what else you may want, it's okay to just be a nigga somewhere playing the flute. <laughs> That's all I got for y'all, nigga. Be safe. <laughs> that was way funnier than it needed to be. Um, listen, my job is short too. I have a friend that um her husband is um being emotionally abusive in my opinion, mentally and emotionally abusive. And um she couldn't see it till I kind of laid it out to her like what was going on. And I'm gonna tell her, I told her, I'm gonna tell y'all the same thing I told her. And I don't say this on my final thought before, but I feel like it's really urgent and important that we do this. Um, please hold people accountable with their interactions with you. Please hold people accountable with their interactions with you. Stop hating yourself and not caring about yourself and thinking that you deserve to be uh, mentally and emotionally abused because you don't. Please hold people accountable because accountability matters. That's it. Oh, wait. Pray with your hands open. That's how you receive energy. I'm out. Yeah, I'm guessing the LQ must have fell asleep. Now we just started talking about wrestling. Mm. Train track, riding ass, hobo ass, nigga. All right. So, great part. Glad we can, you know, come together and it just have another great pod. We talked about a lot. Um, as I always say, may you and everyone around you experience nothing but love, happiness, and protection. And I don't really have much. Um, again, this year is has flown by. It'll be over before you know it. Just make sure, just make sure that you make you make you know holidays are coming up. Um, Thanksgiving is coming up. You know. Um, make that the best time that that you that you can. Um, I know for some people it may be more difficult than others because you know not everybody's circumstances are the same. So definitely, you know, sending well wishes on what your journey and what your experience or challenges may be at the time. But everybody just be safe. Um, you can catch us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, iHeart. 
Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, when you touch that dial, like, rate, review, share, worship. Worship. And like that, we out. Peace.